And we're live with another father-son podcast with Jeff Dens and Forrest Dens. How are you doing today, man? Good. How are you? I am doing most excellente today. How was your uh, snow month? My snow month? Yeah, you have off almost all of January. Jeez. Not really. Not really. One week, but you still had off a really long time. How's that this been? This isn't even an entire week. In total, I think I've had... Yeah, I've had a total of one school week in the entire month. So that includes MLK Day and New Year's, and New Year's Day. Yeah. And would you get three or four snow days now this year? Three snow... Uh, Four. four, right? Because yeah, you had off. Because I have off tomorrow. And you had off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Four days. I didn't have off Tuesday. You didn't have off Wednesday, so that's... No, I didn't have off Tuesday. Tuesday, I mean. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's yeah. three days off. I'm pretty sure I had a snow day before this, too. Yeah. That's pretty nice. What have you been doing with your time? Nothing much. Because <laughs> you're sitting here in your pajama pants and no shirt on? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not doing too much at all? No. Why don't you uh, put your headphones on so you can hear that you're not talking into the mic? Uh. <laughs> all right so i wanted to do two things with you today uh i wanted to talk about the weather and you know obviously mom's on a trip again so we're doing a father-son podcast the weather is redonkulous it is redonkulous Stupid. yeah it's really bad so i made a bunch of cutting edges today and uh, mr lenny was really mad that i wasn't there yesterday and he's mad that no one was there today so well <laughs> Who can come yesterday? I don't, well, a lot, a lot of people. Who could have came? People made it in. I didn't make it in, but uh, I did ask them to send someone to come pick me up because I needed a bunch of stuff that I had to go out today. So we were super busy all day today, but I, I got it done. <clears throat> that sucks. Yeah, our street was so bad, no one came and plowed it. It was terrible. The gym has been closed for days. So um, tomorrow I'm going to do a, a kids' class, no gi kids' class. Uh, uh, pretty much a regular time. Maybe I'll bump it back 15 minutes so I can make sure I'm there on time. Huh. And we'll do uh, two no-gi kids classes. And then uh, open mat and teens night. So, yeah. good day. Yeah. And then Saturday's the fight. So, I'm not sure what time mom's coming back. So, you might spend most of the day alone Saturday. And then uh, Sunday we'll be hanging out. Yep. All right. So, the other thing I wanted to get into with you is we watched Ghostbusters last night. What did you think? I liked it. You it liked was a it? good movie. Yeah. I, watching Ghostbusters, came up with a huge conspiracy theory last night. Go ahead. <laughs> what was that huge sigh about? Just go ahead. I think that Peter Vankman was the villain of the movie, and I think that Walter Peck was the hero. I've been watching these game theories. You put me down that rabbit hole. So uh, if anyone's listening. What you done I sent you like one or two. Yeah, and I watched like hundreds of these stupid things between the the film theory ones and the game theory ones. It's this guy, he just goes in and he takes like theories from the game and uh, he breaks down like s- certain theories about movies and, and the you game. You know it takes him six days because it's kind of annoying when you get one yeah. and you want another one, but you've watched so many that there aren't any new ones. Yeah, and it takes him yeah, a long time to make. And then he talks, there's a lot of math involved in it, so it's actually pretty educational. And most of them. Yeah, very. It talks about physics a lot, and you figure out how to measure stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it's got my mind conspiracy thinking. Also, this movie was very 1980s, right? You could definitely tell the difference between that movie and uh, movies today, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think that movie would be rated today? PG, maybe R. PG-13, maybe R. PG-13 maybe least, Right? R. Yeah. It was rated PG for anyone watching. So I watched it with Forrest, and there is a sexual scene. There is some cursing. Um, 
uh, it was definitely not PG movie by today's rankings. <laughs> That's true, sir. Yes, no. True story, right? Yeah, the court scene. Uh, the court scene was the one. Oh yeah, where he swore. There was some more more swearing, but let's get into Peter Venkman for a minute. So I did a little research. You wrote down the whole. Th- oh my god. I wrote down my theory because I'm oh crazy. Oh my god. I'm crazy. I got this problem with conspiracy theories. I thought this was just going to be like a quick, easy one <laughs> where you were going to kind of no, have look. no basis. <laughs> and you wrote two paragraphs. I thought you were just going to go, tell everybody about your theory, tell people what you, why you think, and I did not think you were going to go research this. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break it down. So, Peter Vankman, what are you doing? Sit down. What are you trying to crip, take a peek at my notes? Yeah, I want to see what you wrote. I'm going to tell you what I wrote. I'm, I'm reading it out right now. So, Peter Frankman, he has two PhDs. One's in parapsychology, which I'm not even sure what it is, and one in psychology. So, I think that Peter Frankman and the Ghostbusters, Peter Frankman's the leader of the Ghostbusters, and they're really drugging everybody in the town to see ghosts. And then they charge exorbitant amounts of money to make them go away. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Do the other are the other Ghostbusters in on this? I'm or? gonna get into that. I have uh, all this all written down, but uh, I'm just uh, outlining my theory. And I think that Walter Peck was right on the money with everything that he said, and that uh, Ghostbusters are a danger to the community. All right. So Peter Vankman, he was fired from Columbia University for failed uh, studies. So he's not a very good scientist in the first place. His uh, paranormal studies. Not going good. He was just using them to pick up girls, if you remember the uh, electronic shock scene from the beginning. That wasn't a a paranormal study, though. It was. They were using them to see if she could mind read or tell what was on the card. So it was a parapsychology. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was about telepathy. Yeah, well, what do you think they were doing? They were. He was talking about the adverse of. He was talking about the effects of her always getting the card right because he knew that that card wasn't working. No, no, he was. He was telling her that she was getting right. They talked about that. That wasn't... He was like the adverse effects of um, what happens when you have a negative effect for a failed uh, paranormal reading or whatever. It's like... There's a negative feedback loop. Yeah, negative feedback loop if you get it wrong. That has nothing to do with... That has nothing to do with... Because they're trying to guess what was on the card. I know, but that has nothing to do with... It is. Don't don't argue with me. Well, people listening are know what I'm talking about. He said it so fast, how do you even know what he said? Because I was listening for it, because I'd seen the movie a bunch of times. Oh. Trust me, I've seen the movie a bunch of times. So from there, he got his, his team fired. He duped Ray Stance into uh, financing the Ghostbusters by uh, taking out three mortgages on his parents' old home. Uh, I think that Ray is a very gullible person, and he does whatever he needs to do to follow Peter, because he doesn't have any other friends, really. And also, he has a deep belief in ghosts, as he talked about, like, the sponge migration, right? And, uh, you know, Peter's like, they migrated one foot, Ray, you know, pretty much. So, um, he's very gullible. He wants to believe in ghosts. And um, even later on, I think uh, one of the things that helps me with my theory is that he has that nightmare, the sex scene. Remember where he had to hide your head? I think he's having nightmares about ghosts because... He doesn't believe in a lie, and he's kind of a good person, but he's just going along with Pete. So it's having an adverse effect on him mentally. (laughs) Egon. So let's get into Egon. Number one, when they introduced Egon, they introduced themselves as Dr. Frankman 
in uh, Dr. Stance. They don't say Dr. Spangler. They just introduce him as Egon when they go to the library. So I think that did Egon... You look up, did you see if Egon means anything? If it's a word that means something else? No, I did not, actually. That's you a good... probably should. Yeah. So I, I, w- I went and um, I didn't look up Egon too much, but... I looked online. It said that he has a, he's a PhD too, but nowhere in the movie did it say he was a PhD. So I'm only going off Ghostbusters one. I'm look not up. going. Off, I'm not going off the cartoon or Ghostbusters two. Look up. Oh my god! You should look up the word Egon because that could mean that like, if you don't know what the word, if Egon is actually a word, uh-huh. then it could mean that he. It could mean somebody with a PhD. No, Egon is his name. Egon Spangler is his name. That's his name. They call him Egon over and over again. That's yeah, his actual physical word. name. Uh, I don't think it's a word, but I'll look it up right now. So Egon, type in it to Google. Google, Egon, E-G-O-N. It comes up, Egon, Ghostbusters. <laughs> put, it, uh, put it in translate. Egon is a variant of the male given name Eugene. So it's just his name, Egon. So Egon, I don't think he's really a doctor. I think he is um, uh, a mentally disturbed person that they just let hang around with them. How is he not a doctor if he had, if he figured out all the brain reading stuff? Because it's all fake. I think it's all fake. Then how would he be able to know how to build it in the first place? Because it doesn't really work. It doesn't do anything. So? That still means he's smart enough to hold a PhD. No, it doesn't mean he's smart enough you, to get a PhD. That give you a basis to just being something that goes without saying in the movie. So listen without arguing to my theory before you try and pick it apart, okay? Just do me a favor. Okay. So Egon, he's this mentally handicapped guy. He's just hanging out at the university, and they, they let him hang out because he's a little crazy. You know, there's always a crazy people hanging out, you know? <sighs> You've been around me long enough to know that there's crazy people that I talk to, right? That they're not normal people. They, they think they can do things they really can't. So his hobbies include collecting spores, mold, and fungi. He, uh, he has no interest in women. He has no interest in men. I think he's just, um, you know, a mentally disturbed person. And they just have him along to do um, Whatever to be their scientist, but he's not really making anything because Peter's actually releasing drugs uh, wherever they go to bust ghosts, so people hallucinate the ghosts. Because he does have access to uh, um, medicine, which I'll get into later. What about the desk person? Uh, Do you talk about that? Now? I talk about her a little bit too. And then Winston Zedmore, a direct quote from him is, "You tell you if there's a check behind it, I'll believe it. Anything you tell me to believe." <laughs> So Winston's in it entirely for the money, even though it's only uh, $11,500 a year, which at the time was probably okay, but it's still not that great of a job. So he's just in it for, to collect a check. And if they're really, uh, if they're really fighting ghosts, I don't think the guy is going to be willing to lose his life for $11,500 from, from the vibe that we get from him. Hey, I got another rebuttal in my head. Go ahead. What is it? Talking. I'll talk about it later because you could also... Mention it in your theory. Oh, okay. In another 6,000 paragraphs. <laughs> Is All it right. two pages? No, it's one full page. So uh, Egon's not a doctor. He's, I think he's just a crazy guy that they just let design equipment because it doesn't really need to work. I have two ideas now. Okay. You keep on to your ideas. All right. So I think 
Peter's just a womanizer. He's using it to make money and womanize. Even the very first client that they ever get, he tries to sleep with. Um, he actually even uh, drugs her up. He gives her a Thorazine after he claims that she was, air quotes, floating in the air. He had to drug her up. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, he insults and demeans the secretary, Janine. He even called her bug eyes, right? He's like, yeah. Janine, stop looking at me with those bug eyes. And then he threatened to fire her when she asked for more help for a, a, a reasonable request. All because he's laundering money through the, the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and doesn't want anyone to know about it. Mm-hmm. Look, they go to the, um, the diner. No one except for the Ghostbusters actually sees the ghost, right? They lock the dining hall. They destroy it. The guy sees it. The Which guy? guy? How, how would the employees see it then? They just saw, they didn't, they didn't even, they couldn't describe what it was when the, the Ghostbusters got there. Yeah, but then how, how would they have known that something was messing? It's all secondhand stories. Maybe they were there disturbing the, um, disturbing everything. But no, they never actually see Slimer flying around. But then what's in, haven't they seen like stuff disappearing and nothing interacting with something? They just say there's disturbances on the 12th floor. That could be anything. Could be just regular vandals. How do you know that he doesn't see them, though? Because they're at no point in the film did he ever see them. He went in the dining hall, didn't he? No, remember he the, door, the door The door was locked. They couldn't open the door. And then the Ghostbusters kicked the door open with the trap, with the smoke oh. coming out. Oh, oh, I, that's another good rebuttal, but okay. Okay, so like he, they come out, and it's just yeah. a, a, fake, a fake trap. They never yeah, see. No one ever sees it. Um, when uh, Walter Peck... The hero of our story comes in to try and shut down the Ghostbusters because he claims they are releasing these chemicals that are making people hallucinate, which I believe is a true story. Wait, wait, wait. All right, I just had to keep my rebuttals in check. Okay, so he walks in there. He he asks to see the you know see what they have going on, just basic stuff that he should be able to supply them, and he insults and antagonizes Mr. Peck, who is a federal agent. Um, Wait, I think I have another rebuttal coming, but keep going. Okay. So eventually he has them arrested. He shuts down the thing. And there's a light show because what actually happens is all of the drugs are, uh, the the hallucinogen is kept in that containment unit that they shut off. And that's why the electrician's never seen it before because it's actually a drug apparatus. So the containment unit goes down and it starts spreading out over the entire state. It gets airborne. Mm-hmm. So that's why they see Gozer and stuff later on. So because at the end of already up in the air. No, I'm not I'm not I'm still going. Oh. So they uh they antagonize Walter Peck, he comes back, he gets him shut down by following all legal means necessary. He gets the warrants, he doesn't do it illegally, he comes back, uh does what he's supposed to do. Uh in the meeting with the mayor, um Peter actually even dismisses his genitalia in front of he genitalia shames him in front of the mayor. He says that his his dick is so small that you can't even see it. And it's true, this man is dickless. This is a direct quote from the movie. That, uh, that's not what the, he doesn't say man partless. He says this man has no man part. Oh yeah, right, you're right. He says this man has no man part, which is very genitalia demeaning. Um he convinces the mayor Peter Venkman convinces the mayor no, hold on, hold on. that it's an election year. And if he say, air quotes, 
saves all the people that um, it's an election year and there'll be all the voters. So the mayor actually knows that it's a fake, that the, the drugs are released in the air too. And he just goes along with Peter's plan because it's, um, it's one giant um, conspiracy theory. Like he knows that the, the drugs are up and the hallucinogens are up in the air and that uh, people are going to see ghosts and stuff. So he's going to use it to get reelected. And there may be something weird going around with the archbishop that he kisses the archbishop's hand. So I think there might be another side conspiracy theory going on with uh, the mayor being bad touch, and that's what makes him corrupt. But uh, that's about it. Anything else? No. Oh. All right. First rebuttal is how do the ghosts interact with things, and how how they uh, don't. They actually don't. Yeah, that. Second. Why oh, would oh, actually, the other person that um. That that seen a ghost, the librarian, mm-hmm. she has history of mental illness in her family. Bankman only says that because she says her uncle saw something. Her uncle thought he was Saint Cus- some patron yeah, saint. But then, but then that's mental illness in the family. That's one person though. Yeah, the only other be, person that, that had an interaction with a ghost. Trait? Could that be an acquired trait though? Could that just be him, his mind deteriorating? Is, is Who's mind really deteriorating? Genetic? Her uncle. I don't know. Because she's old, so her uncle. Mental illness tells tends to run. It's a uh, tends to be hereditary. But then, how come there's no other proof? Why? She saw a ghost that's not there, dude. That's pretty much proof. She's crazy too. Well, okay. So if the <laughs> uncle is the only person who, the only other person who saw a ghost, and it's maybe her. there's only maybe they have a small family. Maybe that's 50% of the, well, or 25% of the, the uncles, siblings. Wouldn't the uncles, if it was hereditary, wouldn't the uncle's parents have something wrong with them? Maybe they did. Maybe she doesn't know. So then Maybe she's covering up, too. That would be the, her grandparents. That doesn't make any sense. That just makes the entire thing fall apart because it can't be... Uh, no, it, you're making my mic fall apart. It can't be hereditary if there's only w- one proof in the entire family that she knows of. Of course, there could be something else going on, but maybe would it's get uh, dominant sure. from that side of the family. Yeah, but then there would still maybe be she doesn't know that side of the family. There'd still be other there, stuff going on. And yeah, her she's uncle crazy. Could, her she's uncle, seeing ghosts, dude. She's her, crazy. Her uncle could be telling her. She's her, leaving boogers all over. Her uncle or her. Uncle's brother, mm-hmm. who would also be part of the same family, could definitely. Would She's definitely blowing her nose all over the card catalog. That's all I gotta say. So, so that means she could be making up the thing about her uncle too. <laughs> like. Yeah, you're making my point for me. That she's crazy. Thank you. She's a very crazy lady. But she could be making if she's making up the thing about the uncle. Mm-hmm. Then it wouldn't be heredit. Then it wouldn't be anything. Then she's just a crazy one. She's totally crazy. And she didn't really see a ghost. Or maybe they paid her to see a ghost. Second of all, how how come the ghost can interact with stuff? Like, in the end, how come, like, the actual building is falling apart? And how is that interacting with people? Well, here's the thing. Second. The Ghostbusters blew it up. They used, they blew up the, the roof of the building. And yeah. all the other stuff is just fake. But if it, if it's it was just them people, the, the hallucinogen, they were just seeing it. Yeah, how would that hurt people then? It didn't hurt people. How? Who did? Who got hurt? No one got hurt in the movie. The only people that got hurt were the... Stay Puff? Stay Puff destroyed cars. Stay Puff's a hallucination. 
Yeah, but then how come all the cars are broken? Do you ever see um? If it was when like, hang on when Batman gets um, who's the the guy that? How is that scientific no, proof? <laughs> Who who's the guy that makes Batman see things? Scarecrow. So when Scarecrow hits Batman with the Scarecrow juice, <laughs> Scarecrow. Juice? I don't know what he hits him with. Also, then the hallucinogen, people for people to feel things. Oh um, wait, I even got a better one. You listen, to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. You heard about him when they mushrooms. eat mushrooms and they see stuff. Yeah. So it's just like the mushroom stuff in here. They're just seeing stuff. The cars aren't really smashed. It's just part of their imagination. But there was real damage at the end of the when the Ghostbusters thing blew up. Because they blew it up. Then, and then my second rebuttal: If Venkman's not drugged, because obviously why would he drug himself? That's just an inconvenience. So how come he had to run away from the building? Because he was gonna blow it up. Then how does he? If he, he's actually blowing up the building, then oh, it can't no. be hallucination. No, when the uh, you're talking about the Ghostbusters building. Yeah. Because they shut down the power, so he wanted to get away from the hallucinogen before it affected him. That's why he's running away from the building. That's why he was the first one out, too. Why is why would the hallucinogen be in there? Because that's where they're storing it. Because there's no where, real ghost. That's where they're storing the ghost. Because there's no such thing as ghosts, dude. Do you believe in ghosts? This is in a different parallel <laughs> universe. You can't just... You do, can't just do you believe in ghosts? You can't just apply... <laughs> Earth. Stop. Do you believe I in don't ghosts? believe in ghosts. But this <laughs> <laughs> so why are they storing in there? Oh, my God. You can't apply <laughs> our Earths. All our <laughs> what? <laughs> then how? Then the Flash would be a hallucination. Like you can't just. Do, do you believe in superheroes? No. But then <laughs> <laughs> how? <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to argue with crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Force has his arms up like he's Jesus in the air. He's just laughing. All right, let's uh, let's do this like we would do conspiracy theories. Have I convinced you that Peter Vankman is the a villain of the story? Not in a million years. Okay, not in a million years. What about you guys? Please leave a comment. And let me know what you think. If you are entertained by this at all, please click click the subscribe button. <laughs> This is so stupid. Force is very frustrated. What I was going to say... <clears throat> is the Flash is not a real superhero? <laughs> you can't apply Earth's laws to Ghostbusters. Because, obviously, the whole world of DC isn't just all hallucinated. That'd be impossible. Plus, who would be doing it? Can I ask you one thing? What? Were there any superheroes in Ghostbusters? No, but still. Okay. <laughs> Every... Almost every single movie, and none of it can could have taken place on Earth, because then it'd be a true story. So obviously, is in another universe. Which is this is also another crazy theory: is the multiverse. So if the multiverse truly exists, then all of these things are happening in a different universe, which means that other laws could be applied to this Earth. And if you believe that aliens do exist, there could be extremely human-like aliens. So Peter Venkman's an alien, and that's why he's drugging everybody. I got no. that's even a better theory than mine, dude. On, on you another, are the best. On another planet, ghosts could be real. All right, or very ghost-like beings. And then look, my look. third rebuttal okay. was, how do the ghosts travel so far after Ghostbusters blows up? There's no way that the hallucinant that Peter Venkman, one person, could spread the hallucinogen over hundreds of miles. He didn't. The guy that shot off the containment unit did. But um, how? 
Because it went up in the air. Like, just yeah, it went exploded. up in the air, but there's no it way It's an that, airborne pathogen. There's no way that that could have traveled hundreds of miles as fast as the ghosts were. Because the ghosts were traveling at hundreds of miles an hour. They could have easily... It wasn't ghosts, though. It was just, like, pillars of light. And you know what yeah. helps me is that the bad effects from the movie, they couldn't render ghosts that easily, so they just made it look like light. So it but, even goes to help my theory. But those, <laughs> those right. things couldn't travel that let's, far because they'd be traveling... All right, let's cut it off. Ugh. Let's cut it off right here because we're getting crazy. Way out, of, way out of hand. You look like you're about to cry. Uh, I love you. This is just a silly Ghostbusters theory. It's not something to cry about. Uh, I still think I'm right. So if I'm wrong, please leave a comment and uh, we'll debate it. And uh, we, can, we can do it even better. That's just a theory. That, and that's just a theory. A caveman theory. That's how this show goes. You're going to get copyrighted right now. <laughs> come after me bro make my podcast huge um anyways what did you think about the movie though i liked it do you and it's crazy though like some of the stuff i said is kind of joking but like that movie couldn't happen today no in today's society it could happen today it just wouldn't be, It'd be totally different movie. because the ghostbusters no, would be bad guys because the and right now the epa is like popular right yeah but you could still make that movie that yeah. movie could still exist they're like, actually doing a remake of that movie. Yeah, the EPA, because it's gonna be an old school movie. Mm-hmm. You could always just make that movie today mm-hmm. and make use. Peter Venkman would be in jail today. Today. Yeah, because he gave that girl say, drugs. You could also be in like you could also do the Stranger Things mm-hmm. thing when they go back to the eighties. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> that's the only way that that movie couldn't happen today. Like when you go back, I bet you if people went back and watched it, they would protest that movie. Feminists and Me Too, for sure. There's a lot of... Peter Venkman does a lot of things that are not okay in that movie today. Yeah, but it's a movie. It was a movie. And it's not a true story. No. You can't attack that. But people people do. Those people just get ignored because they're just a complete joke. Like, (laughs) they would protest it, but nobody would... Like, nothing would change because they would just be looked at... That probably happens all the time. Like, I'm sure feminists don't go to those movies and bash them. But, like, people just completely destroy their logic online or just ignore them because they're insane. You know, here's what happens with every fringe group, to be honest with you, is that, um, oh, I know why the buzzing comes on. When you get too close to the mic with the headset on, that's what makes the buzzing in the headset. Um, anyways, what happens is there's always fringe people in every group, right? Mm-hmm. Most groups have normal people. That's, like, you know, 70 to 95% of your group is normal people. Then you have people on both sides extreme for your group, right? And what happens with the feminists is that there's always extreme people that want to go back and, and rechange time. But, um, you know, the attitudes... Rechange time? Like, um, you mean change time? Change the way that events happen? Like, just change the way that events are perceived, I would guess. Perceived? Yeah, because... And they, the, they don't want that. They and just... The, and the, now, here's what I mean by that. In the 80s, that would be... What what we thought was funny, like you watch it as be a funny, would be offensive today. You know, like he'd be a offensive male chauvinist today, which he kind of really is in most of his movies, actually. But that's just the character he plays. But um, I kind of lost my train of thought now. Anyways, it, uh, about the movie, I thought there was a lot of eighty style nostalgia in there that I was really glad I could share with you, like the the crunch bar. You're like. That's a crunch bar? I don't even know what that is. And then 
I realized what it was because yeah. it wasn't blue. Yeah, like they're every, blue now. Everything's like, so different. And the beard, that beard looks totally different now. And um, the okay. Pepsi flag and the Coca Cola. Oh. And what else was different? Oh, the card catalog. I introduced you to the card catalog. You had no idea Those what that thing was. still exist. There's a paper in my school library that has all the numbers on it and mm-hmm. where to find all the books. Yeah, so well, not all the books, but all the genres. In the old days, all the card the card catalogs had every book in the library in it, and you had to go through there to find out what section it was in. And Why? Because there just, wasn't computers. Just do the section and do, like, people aren't really that dumb. All you have to do is tell them what section contains which genre. And which letters are in each row, and then people could find the books easily. Yeah, but they were—they're not. They didn't. It was different. Card cataloging is so stupid. That doesn't make any sense. It does make sense for the time. We'll have to have some smart library. If anyone is a librarian that worked with card catalog, Miss Cindy Kroll, please—I'm not—I don't know—but she worked in a school library. I'm pretty sure. Please instruct Forrest in the ways of card catalog because I don't know. I never actually used it. I was not a very I good student. Based on, based on the ways library I set up now, card cataloging, card cataloging is a complete waste of time. Now you can just—you don't need a library. Just go on Google, dude. Libraries are stupid. This computer is better than any library. This computer right here, this old, beat-up, dusty computer is better than a laptop. Actually, books are better than the internet, though. Because books. Not for researching quickly. For researching quickly, but yeah. that's not... The internet contains a lot of repetitive information. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're getting into something completely different. But yeah, let's, uh, just real quick, just real quick. Okay. The internet has a bunch of repetitive information. And uh, when you look up something, there are a lot of sites that just say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So books are better because they cover a lot more subjects. And you learn more about a certain subject, which allows you to branch off into more Google searches. Mm-hmm. And you can find more stuff. Do your Jesus pose. No. Come on, I wanted to get a picture no. of it for the podcast. No. With your, oh, my God, Dad, really? What's you going on? You were cutting me off. I know. That's why I want you to do the pose. Because no. it would be a good picture. No. Uh. Anyways, I said that really fast because that's not the topic today. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take a picture of you picking your ear. Oh, I missed. I wasn't <laughs> picking my ear. I was playing. Like, ah, I got one. <laughs> that's not my ear. See? No, I know. The first time it looked like you were picking your ear, but I, my camera is too slow. So I got a picture for this podcast. I think we're done for today. Mm-hmm. You were a little bit tired because you keep arguing with me. I can tell you're a little bit sleepy or tired. Or hey, angry. but I had good rebuttals. They're okay, but you didn't listen to what I was saying. Like they weren't always. They weren't. That's because I had so many rebuttals. <laughs> they weren't typical force rebuttals. You were just. What do you mean they weren't typical force rebuttals? Because when you're tired and sleepy, you argue just like this. You get really frustrated and you're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? So I think we're going to call it tonight. It's already late. Ugh. We're going to go. We talked to Destiny for a bit, so we got a little bit late start. Had some nice steak and uh, green beans. Uh, I didn't eat the green beans because they're canned and they probably have no nutritional value. They were canned and they were yummy. I ate a whole can of them all by myself with a big juicy steak. Although we got to have tacos tomorrow now. They've been processed so many times. What's that? I don't know how you eat that. The green beans? Yeah. They're just in a can with some water in it. Some chemicals. Some chemicals, <laughs> a lot of salt, Keep them fresh. water, and green beans that were probably processed three times already. Not a lot of salt, to be honest with you. Are you sure it's just... Are you sure it's... Are you sure it's not just because you cooked them? No, I looked on a can. I mean, as long as the nutritional effects on the cans are 
correct. It, there wasn't as much salt as I thought would be in there. So many people lie today. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory for another time. But please leave That's a not comment. A theory. I'm pretty sure it's a proven fact that nutrition facts can lie. <sighs> I'm trying to do a podcast here. Please leave a comment whether you think the Ghostbusters theory is true or not. It's not true. It's true. You almost convinced me, but you didn't. It's All not right. true. We're out of here, man. I love you. It's awesome to spend time with you. Also, how is three mortgages enough to spread that money dropped? I don't know, but uh, uh, just the interest alone was $95,000. Just think about it. So the interest alone is $95,000 on that mortgage, right? That's just the interest. That's no principal. So if it's $95,000 and the guy's making $11,500 a year... That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, that's a considerable amount of money that they but took that out. But that can't buy, that would only buy you the drugs for the entire, for how much you're covering. Maybe Peter Rankman's running drugs. Where did he get the Thorazine from? He doesn't work for a university. He's not an actual doctor. The Thorazine? The stuff that he put, uh, was, the he alien He found late. that in her house, right? No, no, no. He didn't find it in her house. He, he gave it to her. He administered it to her. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's a drug runner. This isn't really fair either because you've watched Ghostbusters like 10,000 times. I have watched a lot of times, but watching it last night, all that stuff just popped in my head, dude. And I was talking about it at work all day today. I have like half of work convinced. <laughs> Don't have me convinced. That's because you're a tougher cookie than most. All right. We're out of here for real this time. I love yeah. you guys. Thank you for listening. I love having this conversation with you. We talked a lot today, actually. We had a pretty good conversation down by the piano as well. What did we talk about by the piano? Um, I don't remember because I stepped in poop. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fourth stepped in poop today. It was pretty awesome though, to see the look on his face. Instead of tripper tripping me from behind, <laughs> he pooped from behind. He pooped I, right underneath your foot. So I saw the poop. No one can hear you. You got talking to the mic. So I stepped. I stepped. So I saw one poop that was right by dad, <laughs> right by dad's foot, and I'm on um I'm on a chair, and I stepped back, and I stepped in poop. You you smushed it into the carpet too, dude. <laughs> like the whole time you were showering and washing your foot, it took like thirty minutes. It took me that long to clean the stupid rug. Ugh. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's a dog fault. I'm looking <laughs> right at him. That's why I said ugh. He's sitting underneath the table. He knows we're talking about him. Look at his face. He's looking right at you. He's like, I can't believe you threw me under the bus, dude. Mom's going to kill me now. Look at him. He knows. Look, he's mad at you. He's going to pee in your bed tonight. You better look out. Force pee in his bed. That dog would have to be the smartest dog in the universe to understand what you just said. He knows about Ghostbusters. Look at him. He he blinked when I said Ghostbusters. He knows it's right. (laughs) All right, we're out of here. Thank you, guys.